Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Hey, first off, Happy New Year. If you're listening to this in the first week or the first month of the year 2022, or the start of any year following the year 2022. Now, if you're listening to this and you're somehow from 1999, wow, you've found a way to do time travel. You've gone into the future and um, you, you got to go back because uh, chances are you're screwing things up in the timeline and the time authority folks are going to come get you, you, you variant you. Uh, but that's not why we're here. Uh, welcome to Beyond the Rut, the podcast about helping you pursue and achieve your dreams without compromising your faith, your family, or your health. I'm your host, Jerry Dugan. And in this episode, we're going to kind of reintroduce you to me because some of you know who I am. You've been listening to the show for a while. And some of you are like, hey, who is this guy? Why do I want to listen to you for the next few years? Maybe you're somebody who's been listening to us for a while and you're wondering, hey, what happened to that guy with a thick Texas accent? What's up with this guy with this fake Texas accent? Uh, and so I want to just take a moment about uh, to talk about why Beyond the Rut exists. Who are we as a show? Who are we as a movement? Why do I refer to you as the Rudder Nation? And then from there, I want to use this time also as a brief tutorial for a tool I provide to you free of charge called Measure It to Make It, because I want you to make the most out of this year. Now, if you're listening to this, say, in June or July or September, this could be a start of a new year. So you can look at it that way as well. You know, new years are about new beginnings, about trying something new, about achieving something new, pursuing something new. And that's probably what brought you to this episode in the first place. So let's begin. Now, a little bit about me. Uh, my name is Jerry Dugan. I am in Dallas, Texas. Woohoo! God bless Texas, right? Uh, now, I didn't always live in Texas. I grew up an army brat and uh, I was born to a blue collar worker who joined the army himself. Uh, he was a military policeman. At some point he met a young woman while he was stationed in Thailand. They got married. Two years later, they had me, their favorite oldest son. That's right. Uh, because the second born, he was actually the favorite, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, that's not important. Uh, so in all this though, um, when you look at, uh, my mother's background, she was a, she didn't get to do much more education beyond middle school. Uh, my dad barely got through high school and really that was life. You know, we, we wake up, we go to school, we graduate, we get a good job. We work 20 years, we retire and that's the way to go. Uh, my mom though had visions of a broader, uh, world, <laughs> but for her, uh, success in America meant you join the army. Uh, because my dad was in the army, but you don't go in as an, an enlisted man like my dad. You sign up and become an officer and specifically a doctor who's an officer in the army. And that's the path to success. So my mom had visions of success for her family. Uh, my dad's side of the family, not so much. Uh, the, the average Dugan that I grew up knowing barely got through high school if they got through it all. And their vision of a future was living on SSI or social security insurance for the rest of their lives. So basically living off of welfare forever, 
How do you work the system? Uh, true poverty mindset. No point in reading. Books are never going to get you anywhere. Hey, Jerry, why are you reading? Books are never going to get you anywhere. You need to learn a trade. You know, even if these trades are going to become obsolete or the way we do these trades have become obsolete, you know, you got to learn a trade. And so there was a lot of poverty mindset, a lot of victim blaming in my dad's side of the family. And, and that's what I grew up kind of knowing while well, on one side. And on the flip side, we had my mom. So my parents split up when I was 11 years old and my whole world fell apart. And that's all I was exposed to was my dad's side of that victim blaming, victim minded, poverty mindseted family. And I remember at 14 years old, you know, when everybody around me is talking about get emancipated at 16, you can get your SSI, you can, you can be on your own. That's how you be on your own. No point in working, no point in going to school. I remember thinking and looking around and just feeling deep down inside. There's got to be more to life than that. You know, a lot of my uncles just got divorced when I was around 11 years old. And seeing the aftermath that had on their lives and on their children, the impact it was having on me as I was being bullied by my own cousins and one of my uncles, I just thought there's got to be more to life than this. It's got to mean something. Like, I wasn't just put here to be abused by a bunch of folks who aren't doing anything with their lives and then be okay with that. So what can I do differently? And at 14 years old, I drew a line in the sand and I said to myself and to my dad, and eventually to some of my cousins, I'm going to change the trajectory of this family. And this name is going to be a name we can be proud of. And from there, I started to learn things about the Dugan name, that the Dugan name was derived from a chieftain family way back in the day, way, way back in the day in Ireland. And they eventually got their butts kicked by some group called the Saxons. Uh, so, uh, so it goes that far back. So chieftain family, leadership, teaching others, caring for others. That made sense to me. And then over the years, so the Dugans did not get wiped out. They eventually became part of the feudal system and uh, they had a family crest. They still have a family crest to this day. And there's a motto even that was added somewhere in, I want to say the 1400s or so. And that motto I learned was by virtue and valor. And when I heard that, it was like, there is something in a name and the Dugan name does mean something. I want to make that truth. I want to make that real not just for myself, but for my children and their children. And that started a process of personal development that was intrinsic. Up to this point, everything I had done as far as achievement was because my mom told me so. You got to go to school. You got to get good grades so you can get a good job, which we know meant becoming an officer in the army as a doctor. Not what I wanted to do. I'm now 45 years old. I'm about a month away from being 46 now. So from the age of 14 to the age of 46, what happened? And I'll tell you, it was a roller coaster, man, because even though I drew a line in the sand, I put a stake in the ground. And I said, I'm going to live my life by virtue and valor. I didn't know what that meant. I knew a couple of things. I was going to be the first in the family to go to college, not just go to college, but finish college. Other than that, that was about the only goal I had that was my own that was written down because I put that down 
in Christmas cards that year. I told some of the cousins, the few cousins I loved and liked that I was going to make them proud. I was going to do something different than what was expected of us in this family. I'm going to be the first one to go to college and I'm going to be the first one to graduate. It is the only goal I had written down when I was 14 years old. And here's the cool thing. I achieved that. I became the first one in my family to go to college and graduate. Granted, it took four and a half years to do it, but I did it. Now, I did it also with a 2.1 GPA. So pre-med student, not going to med school. That's how I wound up in the Army, because I figured they would have some training for me. They would pay me to get trained, and I wanted to travel and see the world. The Army will send me. And so that's how I wound up in the Army. I was an Army medic because I figured I would get a lot of experience treating traumas that it would be just like saving Private Ryan, only to find out that's not how that goes in the real world. Unless you get assigned to a clinic, that's not how it works. And so, yeah, I served four and a half years in the Army. It was kind of a trend there, right? It was a four-year enlistment, became four and a half years. I did meet my wife while I was stationed in Germany. Uh, she was a soldier as well. And we got married. We have two beautiful kids. They're now adults. It's crazy. We just sent the youngest one, the baby girl, off to college a semester ago. So all that to say, up to this point, I had one written goal, and that was be the first in my family to go to college and graduate. And it wasn't until I was in my late 20s, I would even say creeping up on the age of 30, it was, I remember this year, I just spent the entire year, I was about 29 years old. Yeah, I was going on 30 and I just spent the whole year paying off a credit card uh, using every little scrap dollar I could find that my wife was okay with me spending to pay off our credit card debt. And I just finished it off. And I was like, yes, <sighs> that weight is off my shoulders. Now it's time to tackle some things like erase the student loan and maybe start building some wealth for our retirement, maybe a college fund for our kids. And I remember waking up, it was the morning after the day of Christmas, so December 26th, and it was just dawning on me. The credit card was maxed out again. That in all that effort to pay off the credit card, it was maxed out. And the reason why that was on my mind was because I wanted to take my family on a trip. Somebody had told us about this place called Disney World, and I wanted to take my family. And I couldn't because we had no way to pay for it. We had nothing in savings. We had our credit card maxed out again. And I thought, wow, it's going to take me another year to pay this thing off. And we don't have anything set aside for Christmas. We're going to wind up in the same cycle again. We're going to go through the same disappointment of not going to Disney World again. And then it was just clear as day. If nothing changes I am going to repeat this cycle over and over and over again. And I am officially in the rat race, except I'm not moving up. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a rut, 30 years old, about to be 30 years old. And I just realized I'm pretty much a dead man walking. And that's how it felt for me, realizing I was back in the same trap I had just fought all year to get out of. And so that morning, I woke up 
and I began writing a life plan. What is it I want to achieve for myself and my family now? When I told my extended family when I was 14 years old, I was going to change the Dugan name. I was going to make them proud. I was going to live by virtue and valor. Why is it 15 years later I am nowhere closer to that other than being the first one to graduate college? And that was it. So I spent that entire day, everybody, writing out what does the end of my life look like? By the time I die, what will my life have looked like? Who will be at my bedside as I die? What would they say about me? What would my kids tell their kids about this man named Jerry who was in their life? Was I in their life? Was I plugged in? What kind of travels did we do? And around this time, Brandon Cunningham actually shared with this men's group I was involved in from our church about a guy who got six-pack abs. I'm sure it was, it was called the Impossible Manifesto. And in this, as I'm reading about this guy and how he got himself six-pack abs, I realized this manifesto is not about six-pack abs. And I have no interest in getting six-pack abs, even though I put it in my life plan eventually. This guy's talking about there was a thing that seemed impossible to him. He wanted to achieve it, and he went out and he achieved it. But by he got there because he wrote down his vision. He wrote down how he was going to feel when he got there and what he was going to do every single day to ensure that he got there and what the milestones would look like and so on. And it just hit me. I'm like, this is what I need to do. Um, I already started writing out, what do I want my life to look like? But I didn't have things like milestones and key metrics and so on. So I went back to my life plan, which was this broad thing of, I want to live a successful life with financial freedom so that my family and I can travel wherever we want, whenever we want, and that my kids strive to live and be better than me. And that was all I had. And so it's like, well, what does that life look like specifically? What kind of places would you like to have seen? What kind of trips? What kind of education do you want to provide for your kids? What kind of money do you need to have to pull that off? Uh, what do you want your spiritual life to look like? If you want to be a spiritual leader in your family, what does that even look like? What are your daily habits to get there? If you want to grow in your career, what are you putting into your head? And, and so what wound up happening is what I'm going to share with you now is what eventually became the measure it to make it goal setting tool. And so with measure it to make it, it's an eight page booklet, 10, if you count the covers, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of writings type of stuff. So it's not like 10 straight pages of reading, but it is a booklet that I put together for beyond the rut for a rudder nation for you. And it's a guide to the life you always dreamed of living. And I want to take some time now for the next 10 minutes to give you a high level uh, instruction on how to go through this. Because as of today, uh, I now have graduated actually in 2012, I graduated with a master's degree in educational technology. And I went from a $35,000 a year job to nine years later, 
a six-figure salary. The first in my family now to have a six-figure salary. So I've already, you know, hit some milestones that my family, my extended family thought was never possible. Graduated high school as an honor grad, got into college, graduated college, finished a career in the army. It was only four and a half years. It was supposed to be four, uh, but a stop loss and a war will do that. But I went back to school, got a master's degree, and then quadrupled my income. And my kids have grown up to be their own people. They are, I mean, they make me proud. They are truly better than me. And my wife loves me. We just celebrated November of 2020, our 20th anniversary. Do you know what the record was for a marriage among my aunts and uncles up to this point? 14 years. Since my grandparents, my grandma and grandpa, their 50th anniversary and beyond uh, before they started passing away. 14 years was the longest record either side of our families had seen. We just celebrated our 20th this year, and we're still going strong. And it's because we took the time to measure it to make it. I, I jotted down, what do I want life to look like? And how do I become the man to live this out? So if you want to get in on this, what you need to do, if you don't have a copy of this already, is go to beyondtherut.com slash goals. When you get there, click on the link that says download a free copy. It'll ask you if you want to join the newsletter. You can. You don't have to. And once you sign up, I think within 24 hours, you'll get this in the mail. Not in the mail, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just printed for the first time ever after two years of having this out, uh, a printed copy. So I'm looking at a printed copy. What you'll receive is a PDF copy. So you'll want to get that and print it out. So you may have to like pause this, go get this done, and then come back to this episode. And that's okay. I'll be right here when you get back. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. So measure it to make it, beyondtherut.com slash goals. I assume if you're here, you either just wanted to keep on listening or you actually did it. You went to the website and you got yourself a copy of it downloaded it and you printed it because you're going, to, you're going to want to take some notes. Now I'm going to take about 10 minutes here to walk you through the booklet, what to expect. Here we go. I want to walk you through. This is on page one. It's the welcome statement. You've made it this far, which means you're ready to make your own path to live the life you've always dreamed of living. The exercise in this packet, measure it to make it, is going to help you outline the next few years of your life to get you there because living with clarity and intention will bring you contentment. You'll be able to track your progress and keep yourself on the path you create. Because the reality is, you're not going to know you made it unless you have some kind of measures to know that you're making it. And, and so that's just whether you're losing weight, you're making a recipe, you're building a tower, whatever it is, you got to have some milestones and some measurements to know you're on the right track. So here's some instructions to get started. Hopefully you've already printed this document. And if you haven't, print it. 
you're going to write in this thing like a journal. You're going to keep coming back to it. You can always scan it, by the way. Now, I recommend you do what I do. At the end of the year, at the start of the year, at some point during the year, pick a day, block a few hours, pick a quiet spot. And I usually do about half a day now. I used to do an entire day of reflection and planning, but now it's about three to four hours. Now, I I think you'll need at least a minimum of two hours. But to me, uh, I just did this a few days ago before recording this. It took me about three hours. My wife was asleep. The dog hadn't gotten up yet. The cats kept jumping all over me, but that's a different story. Now, go in sequence. There's going to be some temptation to skip around, look around, say, oh, I can fill this in, go back to this later. I recommend you go step by step by step. So hopefully you've blocked the time. You're going step by step and you're just going to, you're going to trust the process. Now, once you're done, you're going to eventually write some goals, some action items. What does this mean? What does this look like? And I'll walk you through how to write a smart goal and not just a smart goal that checks all the boxes, but one that generates some conviction for you every single day when you read these goals. Now, once you have a plan, though, you got to work it. Just like the song, right? No, I don't, is there a song? There probably is a song. But <laughs> I'm laughing at my own jokes, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, but once you've written your plan, you got to work the plan because there's no point in drawing a map if you're not going to grandma's house. Uh, there's no point in writing out the recipe if you're not going to cook the meal. So when you work the plan, work the plan. Be committed to it and track your progress every single day because you're going to write this out in a way that you have some metrics. How do you know that you're getting closer and closer to writing that book? Well, I wrote so many pages today. I wrote so many words today. How do you know you're getting closer and closer to running that 5K? Well, I ran a quarter mile today where I did day one of the seat to 5K app, the couch to 5K app. Um, now, here's a key thing. Celebrate your wins. So as you're hitting those milestones, celebrate. Don't celebrate in a way that it resets you back to day one, but celebrate. Get a high five. Tell an accountability partner, something like that. And also, just as important, you're going to have days when you're human and you mess up. You need to be able to forgive yourself. Those shortfalls, you just shrug them off like a pro athlete who just got sacked. Pick yourself back up. Start from a new slate. Get it done. You know how to do it. You got your plan. You know what has to get done. Then you go do it. So if you're ready, let's begin. That was that was just page one, by the way, of Measure It to Make It. Now I'm moving on to page two. Now if you're looking at page two, you got a very top part here that's Dare to Dream. And it's called that because I'm referring back to this impossible manifesto. And so what is that impossible life? What are the things that you want to do? Money is no object. And people probably think you're just crazy for doing it. But what are the things you absolutely want to do? No holds barred, no limitations. I want to do this someday before I die. I'd rather do it today. Take some time to write that out. Let the mind just go crazy. What are the things you want to do in your lifetime? What are the things you want to accomplish in your lifetime? Your answers, not the answers you think your son wants to hear, not the answers you think your high school physics teacher wants to hear. What do you want to do? in your lifetime and go wild with it. Once you've done that, now we start to make it real. So what does this look like? Your vision of the future in the areas of your faith, your spiritual life, your family, those most important relationships. What does this mean for your fitness levels, your finances, 
And then what is your outlook on future possibility here? What are some of the things you need to accomplish to get these things accomplished? Once you've done that, you're ready to go on to the third page. Now you're daring to live with purpose. So if you get your, imperson- your impossible list, all the things you want to do no matter what, and then you've started to shape it into what does that look like in those five Fs, faith, family, fitness, finances, and future possibility. Now, what's its purpose? What is the impact you want to make on the world in the lives of others? If you're a Christian, one of the things that I was always told by my pastor, what are you going to do for the kingdom of God with this vision you have in your life? How will this impact other people to know God? You may not be a Christian. So maybe it's, what is the change you want to see in the world? How is your life going to be part of that change? Then we start getting to shaping your future. How does your faith drive you? What do those family relationships look like in alignment with this purpose you just talked about? What role does fitness have in helping you get there? How will your finances get you to this purpose that you're trying to strive for? And what do you need to learn to pull this off? So then moving on to the fourth page, what is your current state? So where are you now? Because chances are you probably need to know this before you know what gaps to address, to know what milestones to create. So you're going to go through the same thing all over again, those five F's. What is your current state in your faith walk, your spiritual life? What is your current state of your family, your fitness levels, your finances, and your efforts for your professional growth, your future possibilities? And then take yourself through a roller coaster ride. If nothing changes, knowing where you are today, you do nothing different. What does your life look like a year from now? What does it look like five years from now? How about 10 years from now? If nothing changes. And you might realize, it's like, well, what's the point? So that's where the fifth page comes. It's your stake in the ground. It's you saying, that's it. I don't want to live like that. I want to get out of this rut. I want to make my own path and live life beyond the rut. So on page five, you put your stake in the ground. What are the things you're going to stop doing? Why is it important for you to stop doing these things? How are you going to feel once you stop doing those things? What are you going to start doing? Why is that important? How are you going to feel when you accomplish that? And what are the things that are going well for you now that you're going to keep doing? And once you've jotted those things down, it's time to ask yourself, are you ready? Yeah, you're probably thinking that song, right? We're not doing that. (laughs) Moving on to page six, though, you know, your smart goals towards your dream. So out of everything you've talked about for this exercise, we're going to talk about one thing. What is the one thing you wish to change the most that will have the greatest impact to your fulfillment of your dream? Now, I want you to write this out and you got to write it out line by line. Ultimately, you're going to create a sentence or two. So on page six, everything in those first five lines in that table, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time is going to be truncated down or combined into one or two sentences. So specific, what is the one thing you wish to achieve with your your goal? I want to, or I will, or I am actually, you know what? One thing I learned from somebody was write it in the present tense. So I want you to write this in the present tense. I am inspiring, encouraging, and helping Christian men who are married with children, who have professional lives, who feel stuck in a rut, get out of their rut by sharing encouraging stories and practical advice through Beyond the Rut podcast and beyondtherut.com. That is a specific thing. Now, measurable. I could go into some details like by giving three keynote talks a year. By publishing a manifesto that resonates with men I just described. 
because I was one of those men. You know, th those are measurable things. The publishing of a book, the publishing of a course, facilitating a course, giving a talk, making a certain amount of income. I want these things to be achievable. So, you know, I'm going to write a 700 page novel um, that is the next sequel to the Game of Thrones series, The Song of Fire and Ice. Well, you know, is it achievable? I, I don't know. <laughs> it could be, I guess. Can I, and, you know, it depends. Am I going to do it by next week? Probably not. You know, have I written a page at all? No. Is it something I'm good at? I don't know. I haven't tried. So is this a goal you can truly achieve? It's going to have to stretch you too, by the way. But could you realistically do it in the time frame you're giving yourself and the milestones you're creating? And then realistic, is it something that you yourself can do? Now, if it's something that requires somebody else to do a thing, that's the part that's not realistic. Because if you don't achieve that goal, you can just easily say, well, it's, it was Johnny Ray. Sorry, Johnny. I actually know a guy named Johnny Ray. So I need to stop using Johnny Ray as an, ex as a, an example. Uh, but the point I'm making here is if my goal is dependent on somebody else to take action and that person does not take action, that person just became a scapegoat for me. So it's got to be realistic. What are the things I can do to achieve my goal? So what are the things you can do to achieve your goal? That's the realistic part. And then time frame. When do you want to have this thing accomplished by? Is it December 31st of the year? Is it 12 months from now? Because you might be starting this in June, so maybe you need 12 months. Is it in three months? What is that one thing that by accomplishing that, it's going to make the biggest impact on the entire dream that you just described in the first five pages of this book? Once you've written those out and fleshed those out, can you combine that into a sentence or two? And what does that sound like? Now, from there, you might identify three, maybe one key daily activity that's going to get you there. You know, maybe you want to graduate with a graduate degree or you want to get into college. Well, chances are you got to study every day. So that's probably a daily activity. Maybe you got to research the types of schools and programs you want to get into. Maybe you need to research how you're going to pay for it. And so those are the kinds of activities every day to get you there. Maybe it's a fitness thing. So what are the habits every single day you're going to go through to get you to where you need to be? How are you going to measure that? How are you going to know those habits are happening? And then because your goal is at the end point, your milestones are the things that are going to be reached along the way. So maybe your goal is a year from now. What do you need to accomplish at a month 11, month 10, five months, six months from now, and so on? So that's on page seven, the milestones. So page seven is all about what are the things you're going to do to make the goal that's on page six happen. That's all there is to it, <laughs> right? Now it's going to take some thought. It's going to take some frustrating moments. You're going to probably want to do this in pencil the first time or two, because you're probably going to jot something down and realize after you've given it some thought for another hour that the very first sentence needs to be written, rewritten. And that's okay. Go back, rewrite it. and. Once you're done, it should feel like a legitimate thing that you're going to be motivated to go accomplish. And that is just important there. You got to want to accomplish. You also got to revisit this. So pick it up every day. The first year or two you do this. I revisit this thing every year. And I'm always blown away that I've achieved a good chunk of the stuff that I've written down at the beginning of the year. So even though I hadn't looked at it for 12 months, I've had years like this that I've achieved a lot of the things on that list already. And I'm a step closer to what I want to accomplish and achieve. And even this year, as I am talking to you now, there are things I'm excited about that are going to propel this to the next level, not just 
beyond the rut. I'm talking about my family life. I'm talking about travel. I'm talking about financial freedom. I'm not there yet, but I'm closer than I was 10 years ago. And that's just so cool to me. Now, page eight of this booklet invites you to the Rudder Nation. So join Beyond the Rut, the Rudder Nation. Uh, There's the website on there. Subscribe to this show if you haven't subscribed already. You can subscribe to the email list. So if you downloaded this and you're like, I don't want the emails. Now you listen to this and you're like, I do want the emails. Go to beyondtherut.com slash email. Keep coming back. Every week we're going to have episode after episode after episode. We're going to share encouraging stories about people who drew a line in the sand, who said, I'm going to go make my life better. I'm going to get out of my rut. I'm going to just go forth and live the life I always dreamed of living. And I invite you to come back every single week and do just that. Follow us on Facebook, Beyond the Rut. I'm on Twitter, Beyond the Rut. Uh, we got a YouTube channel, Beyond the Rut. And uh, I started tinkering with this thing called Instagram. So uh, go there too. I, I keep the food pictures to a minimum. Uh, I like to share some of the artwork from the show, some of the behind the scenes stuff, like what does the studio look like I'm in? Uh, sometimes I'm out on a morning walk with my buddy Mike. We're just rucking around with 25 pound packs on in downtown Dallas. And sometimes I'll post pictures of that and video clips of that. Sometimes I'll do something called jump starts with Jerry. And I just share my thoughts with you that morning. And sometimes they're motivational. And sometimes they're like, dude, he needs more water. So I invite you to check those out when they pop up. Uh, those will usually be on the, uh, they'll be on the uh, social media channels. So there you have it. I mean, there's a little bit about me, you know, life was good and then it wasn't. And then I drew a line in the sand. Life got good for a moment and then it wasn't. And I drew another line in the sand. And now, because I've been measuring my life, I've been making my life happen. And I just shared with you that process I go through every single year so I can measure my life to make the life I dream of living. And hopefully you are now doing the same thing. Because not everybody does this, by the way. You could be the rare few who decide to draw a line in the sand, write down your goals, be very specific, attach your emotion to it so it feels real and to the core of who you are. And live that out with passion. And feel free to reach out to me. Info at beyondtherut.com. Let me know how this is going. Let me know if you're frustrated with this workbook. Like, hey, I downloaded it and I spent four hours on this thing and I'm already tired of this. Maybe we can email back and forth a bit. Maybe if I got time, we'll set up just 30 minutes to chat and walk through what you've written down and what what your snags are. Uh, I can't do this forever. Uh, So we'll say for the year 2022, if you hear this, You're stuck in a rut with the plan, measure it to make it, reach out to me by email. Let's work it through. And so there you have it. None of the frills with the cool theme music, um, the the announcements at the beginning and the end, just me to kick off the year 2022. This is what got me started. This is where we are now. Brandon, by the way, great guy. He retired from the show March, 2021 uh, because he's a grandpa and his priorities in life have shifted but he's checked all the boxes he had set out to achieve through the show. And so it was just time for him to hand the reins off to me. And it's been in good hands so far. And hopefully with you, your help, Rudder Nation, we'll take this to a whole new level and we'll help other people get beyond the rut. So there you have it. Uh, If you like everything you heard in this episode, I'll have some show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 288. Uh, There I'll have uh, a link to where you can download this booklet, measure it to make it. But then there's another episode I want you to check out titled, what if you only had five years left to live? Because that will get you fired up 
I'm going to go listen to it because it's going to get me fired up again. Woo! What if you only had five years left to live? What would you do differently? What would be most important to you? And would you make this happen? So I'm wishing you the best year of your life so far. That'll kick off a that'll kick off a better year and a better year and a better year so that your life brings you contentment, brings you joy, brings you a sense of significance and honor. Not only that, I hope you live the life that inspires other people to do better and to be better than they were today. And that's why we're here. That's why we're connected. And that's why I'm glad to have you become a part of Rudder Nation. So until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.